to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome to When I'm Feeling Overwhelmed. Oh my goodness, if I'm honest with you guys, a large part of my life has been categorized by being overwhelmed. And overwhelmed is a state of being that I often slip into. So I have had to come up with strategies um, to support my overwhelm and in avoiding it and in overcoming it. And even right now, I am in a season of overwhelm. At the time of this recording, where I live, we are in yet another lockdown because of COVID. Schools were closed. I have my son home learning virtually. He really struggles with that. It really triggers his OCD and he needs a lot of support from mama. So I've had to make decisions about postponing my work. I've had to handle some of my must-have tasks on top of supporting him. My husband's home right now working from home because of the pandemic, and it just feels like a lot. And I think, you know, some of the things that happen to me, which may happen to you too when I feel overwhelmed, is it's like I get frozen, Does that make sense? Like I feel paralyzed. Maybe like me, you get edgy and irritable and your anxiety goes up. Maybe you have crying episodes, even panic attacks. All of these things are characteristic of being overwhelmed. Um, And I've discovered that usually my overwhelm comes from a few different areas. It can be from taking on too much, right? Trying to do it all, saying yes to everything. Um, It can be that we're taking a bird's eye view to a situation when really we just need to look at the next thing. That is a big one for me. That is a huge source of my overwhelm. I look at the big picture and there's a time and place for that, but I don't look at just the next step which is calming and action-oriented. I know that I can feel more easily prone to overwhelm if my sleep is off, right? You know, the less sleep we have, the less able we're to cope. If my nutrition is off or my hydration is off, my body is less able to handle the stressors because really overwhelm is when the stressors are far too great to manage, right? And then we just start to shut down. We shut down. And yet we're not called to live in a state of constant overwhelm, are we? No, we're called to rest in Jesus. Yes, we're called to work hard, but we need to keep our eyes on him. In Psalm 28, 7, it says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exalts and with my song, I give thanks to him. 
I think sometimes when we're overwhelmed, we looking at all that we have to do, we're not coming from a place of trust, right? We're not trusting that we're equipped. We're not trusting that we have permission to say no. Friends, does that hit a nerve with you? We say we're afraid to say no. Um, we have unrealistic expectations of ourselves and maybe others. And what I mean by that is we expect that we can do so much more than we can. And we expect people are less capable than they actually are. And so we hoard tasks and make our to-do list so long instead of delegating, right? I know sometimes I have a hard time delegating certain things to my husband because I just think I'll do it so much better. But guys, the husband can wash the dishes just fine. The husband can clean the toilet just fine, right? Like we need to learn as busy mamas to delegate. And so one of the things that really, if I were to bucket these in, when we are facing overwhelm, it's because we are lacking in three areas. We're lacking boundaries, right? We're overcommitting. We're saying yes to everything. We're putting too much on our plates. We don't have boundaries. We're lacking self-care. We're not taking time to rest. We're not sleeping well. We're not um, moving for stress relief. We're not getting the right nutrition. We're not giving God our first fruits. We're not engaged in prayer where we can be strengthened and find rest. And then we're lacking in realistic expectations. Like I said, we expect too much of ourselves and not enough of others. So what can we do? What do I do when I'm faced with overwhelm? I kind of have these five things that I do in the midst of overwhelm and then things that I've learned to put in place to help avoid future overwhelm. So let's talk when we're in the midst of it, right? When we're feeling that overwhelm, we're feeling paralyzed, we're feeling frozen. The first thing I want you to do is step back. Step back, take a deep breath, get on your knees in prayer. Just stop what you're doing and step back. Recenter yourself, meditate if you need to, deep breathe, step back. And then I want you to write it out. Do a brain dump of everything that is overwhelming to you. I think sometimes for me, when I'm overwhelmed, it's because I have all these thoughts and uh, commitments that are swirling around my head without an actual plan. And I find that when I get them out on paper, I can categorize them, I can order them, I can prioritize them. It gives me a better sense of control over what I need to do. Next, I delegate where I can, right? I give others the opportunity to show up, to be stretched, to bless, to work in their giftings. I delegate. And then I move into action. Movement is so important. Overwhelm wants to keep us frozen, which keeps us stuck, which keeps us ruminating in our head about how big and how overwhelming and how scary everything is. When we actually write it out, break it down, 
take those deep breaths, get some of the stuff off our plate through delegation, we can then move into action, moving just to the next best thing you can do. And here's the truth. When I write everything out, I delegate some things and I move into action. The reality is sometimes, oftentimes, I have to take some things right off the list. I have to take them off. Once I've realized what my priorities are and I've written them out, some things just have to go. And it's not because they're bad things. They can be good things that have to come off the list, but they're not the best use of my time and energy when I'm trust for time and energy, right? So we have to be okay with letting things go, trading good for great. And then after I've moved through that moment of overwhelm, I really act like a detective. Like, how did I get here? What was missing? And I look to those three areas of lack. Where was I lacking boundaries? And how can I fix that? Where was I lacking self-care? And how can I be sure to schedule that in? And where was I lacking realistic expectations? So I move through the moment of overwhelm by stepping back, writing it out, delegating, and then acting on the next right thing. And once I've moved past that stage of overwhelm, I look at how I can prevent it from happening in the future. Where do I need to set up boundaries? Where do I need to say no? Where do I need to stop over committing? Where do I need to let go of good to make room for great? I look at where I'm lacking self-care and how can I get to bed earlier? How can I make better nutritional choices? How can I make sure that I'm starting with prayer? And guys, a little tip on that. I actually have alarms on my phone that go out off through the day to remind me to pray. That has been something I have set up to help with my overwhelm and keep me connected in communion with God. That's a little side tip. And then I look at where I'm lacking the right expectations and I reset my expectations of myself and others. We don't have to live in a state of overwhelm. I know overwhelm is tied a lot to anxiety. It's tied a lot to people pleasing. It's tied a lot to not wanting to let people down, afraid of other people's judgments, afraid of other people's opinions. I want you to go back and listen to our episode on afraid. I want you to go back and listen to the episode on anxious. I want you to overcome those feelings so they don't lead to overwhelm. I want you to affirm who you are in Christ so you're not so swayed and worried about the opinions and judgments of others. Make your boundaries. I talked about that in season one too. Make sure self-care is a priority. Set realistic expectations and discover how you can live with less overwhelm in your life. Now, I want to hear from you on this subject because I am not the final word on overwhelm. I know we all deal with this and I know some of you probably have some great tips and tricks to share. So head over to the Facebook group, join in the conversation on overwhelm 
And let's encourage each other to show up the way God has intended us to show up and walk in purpose, making kingdom impact. We do not have to be a slave to overwhelm. We're going to step back. We're going to write it out. We're going to delegate it and then move into action. And the affirming truth for you today is I do not have to do everything. Can I get an amen? Can you release yourself of that? I do not have to do everything. And we're going to Jeremiah for the scripture. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by water that sends out roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Jeremiah 17 verses 7 and 8. We need to trust the Lord in our boundaries, in our care, in our expectation. Our confidence needs to be in who he is, not what we can produce and how busy we can be. We need to be so planted in the word of God and abiding in his presence that no matter when the heat of a situation or a circumstance comes, we will not bend to it, but we will be well rooted in the affirming truth of who God is and who he has created us to be. All right, friends, we will not be overwhelmed this week because we do not have to do everything. I release you of that. I'll talk to you next week, guys. Bye. Hey, friends, before you go, I want you to know about a resource I have for you. If you struggle with replacing lies with truth, if you struggle with a negative mindset and really rooting your identity in Christ, I want you to go check out my Who You Say I Am biblically-based affirmation cards. They're a great way to learn what God has to say about you, to combat lies and replace it with the truth of the word. You can find them at my website or in the link below. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.